Welcome back to Coffee with Friends. Man, I'm so dang happy to have y'all back with me to talk about all things faith, life, coffee, you name it, right? I just want to thank you guys so much for your continued support. Why I've kind of taken this break from recording and just kind of figured out what God has has for the podcast and for the future of it. I've always been open with y'all and I want to continue to be open with y'all. So if I'm being completely honest, these past couple months, I've kind of lost sight of why I've been doing this podcast and the vision that God gave me. I let the enemy tell me I was inadequate to host a podcast. And for a while there, I believed him. I let him kind of reroute the passion God placed on my heart. But after long conversations and a lot of reading and the remolding of my thoughts, we are back at it. And the vision is stronger than ever. And to kick us off, we are back with my good friend, Bree, who brought straight fire last time. Today, we are going to talk about seasons within seasons, the timeline of our lives, and how those work together. I cannot wait any longer for y'all to listen to this podcast. So, here is my super fun and life-giving conversation with Bree. back to Coffee with Friends. I'm back here with my friend Bree, who's Ooh. been on the podcast before. Episode 7 with the 7s. <laughs> um, so I'm super stoked to have you back. You got a lot of rave the last time you spoke. <laughs> you have just so much wisdom and a lot of encouragement to bring to a lot of people. So I'm super excited to have you back. Happy to share it. Today we are going to be talking about how we can have a season within a season. And before we get started on that, Bree, would you like to tell us your coffee shop of choice today? Barista Parlor. Barista Parlor. It was like That's... my OG one when I first yes. moved to uh, Germantown. It was right across the street from my apartment. So we go there all the time. Barista Parlor is so good. It is like, good. that's definitely top five for me. Yeah. And it's all over. Like, I didn't realize there were so many locations. There's one in Germantown, there's mm-hmm. one in East, there's the one gulch. in the Gulch, which I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um,. There's gotta I think be more there's than that. four. There's, I think there's I think four because when I looked it up to like find the closest one, I think there was four. Yeah, it's they're everywhere. <laughs> they're literally everywhere. But and they're kind of like sense. the vibes pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like I don't know how to describe it. People listening probably don't know what East, <laughs> East Nashville is, but it's very East Nashville-y, like very like hipster. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's, you walk it's in and you're cool. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be some good coffee because you know that they just know what they're doing and they love their coffee and they love experiences with people. It's just, yeah, it's a cool cool environment. Now, if you do go there, I will say prices are a little bit higher than usual. They are. But I think it's worth it. What did you get? Um, What did I get? The Honey Lavender Honey Lavender Coffee. coffee. It just called my name. It said Brie. So what, do you know what that is? (laughs) I don't, actually. (laughs) Honestly, it's so... Anything lavender, I'm like, yep, yep, I'll totally do it. I've so. never had lavender coffee. Really? Yeah. I love it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just like calming, which it seems so I, I need that. It's like, <laughs> here's some caffeine with a little bit of lavender. Right. Figure right. it out. Which way is it going to go? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I got the whiskey caramel Ooh. latte. That actually sounds really good. It's so good. Bomb. 
like so good. It's, you can have some a uh, little bit of whiskey in the morning on a yeah. Friday morning. <laughs> I need it. Hey. <laughs> There's not actually whiskey in there. I'm just just joking. Just no, joking. no. <laughs> all right, so I've asked you this question before, but if you got a different answer, by all means, I do. hit me for Is it. Are we right. talking about songs? Right? Oh, yeah. All right, so my new one that I get, like, hyped up if I hear it in the morning, Levitating. Oh. I know. Okay. It's like, it's just a jam. It's just so Do you, happy. like, just, like, bop your head, or, like, what's your dance move to it? Uh, I'm usually car dancing, so it's, like, the, you know. Oh, okay. Like, the little, just, like, sway. Yeah. And then, bat like. foot. Bat foot. Levitating. <laughs> Song. That was actually a um, Dancing with the Stars song that they danced to. I really? Believe. Yeah, I believe. And I'm obsessed with Dancing with the Stars. And every time I hear that, I like do like the dance moves. Yeah. That I, on I need to actually look up if there's a if there's a dance to it because I totally learned it. I love that song. It's like one of my favorites. <laughs> so are you it. a TikTok dancer then? Um, TikTok dancer. Um, well, D1 had me come in and do the uh, the uh, their the... first TikTok. Yeah, pretty much. What is that one with um, Walker Hayes? Fancy, oh, I fancy like. I did that one. Okay, is but that I have a, not done it on my own. No. Is that a country one? I'm new to TikTok, so. Yes, it's sort of a. It's one of his new songs. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. righty. so we're going to jump right in, and I wanted to start off kind of with this, like what a season is, okay. definition wise. So a season is a period of the year characterized by a particular climatic feature or marked by a particular activity, event, or festivity. Hmm. And I kind of, I highlighted um, particular climatic feature, which I guess you could say it, like a big thing that puts you into that season, okay. I'm assuming, is what I'm guessing. And then I also highlighted marked, because I think marked is very like a distinct word, and yeah. marked means clearly noticeable or evident. So what I pulled out from that was the fact that they said year, that they specifically said year. Mm, okay. Because I don't necessarily think that it has to be within a year. I mean, sometimes yeah. if you think about our yearly, like, um, you know, 2020 to 2021, mm -hmm. you have a, a January and you have the December. So there's like that, that change in between the two years, but winter is through both of those years. So it's not like, I don't know. It's, I mean, you could look at it from year to year. So obviously from March to March, that's still going through one year. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily like a full year. You could like split it between a couple of years. Oh, 100%. And I think that like, I think that like season, I feel like there they weren't really looking at like a season of life. Yeah. In my head, because for example, like a single season, mm -hmm. I've been going strong for almost three years now, right? So like, if you think of it that way, mm -hmm. like that's definitely not just a year, right? which is right. so good. So in that instinct, then what is what would you say your definition of a season is? I think a season is a time period, um, an extended time period where mm -hmm. there are different, um, again, like you said, marks or events that happen that will mark those different like I like I said episodes yeah within that season so there are different things that'll happen within one season but there is a obvious start and stop okay yeah I like that do you feel like there is an abrupt stop to go into a new season or do you feel like it kind of like flows I think there's a transition okay. I don't I think that there are some that are very abrupt mm -hmm. um for example maybe um like uh 
a death maybe or yeah. even even a birth or something like yeah. that but there is an abrupt you know obviously it's there's things leading up to that point but there is an abrupt stop or an abrupt start to where mm-hmm. you don't have that person in your life anymore or you do have a new baby in your life you know what I mean yeah. it's like it's yeah. an abrupt huge change to your life at that yeah, point for sure for sure so the reason we're talking about this is because mm-hmm. I put this question out on Instagram on my story and it was just something that God kind of just put on my heart one day and I was like hmm a season within a season and I kind of had my own thoughts about it, but I wanted to see what other people thought. And we had a very good, in-depth <laughs> conversation. And like you were mentioning earlier, you had kind of related it to a season or of a show. Mm-hmm. And how, so you got season one, but then you've got like 20 episodes mm-hmm. within that season. So can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, so when you asked the question, I mean, I, I looked at it and... There, I mean, there's times where I'll answer questions on Instagram that people put up, and there's other times where I'm like, it's a good question. I'll think about it, but I don't really have a good answer for it. Yeah. When you put it up, for whatever reason, I was like, reminds me of Netflix. <laughs> um, yes, you can, because I honestly think of it as, like, life is so long that you're going to have different periods of time within that. And like I said before, I think that there's an abrupt start and stop, or at least there is a start and stop of each season. So... Um, you might have a cliffhanger at one of those seasons, but that I think mm. that you're going to have one full season of something. And in between you'll have these episodes again, might have those cliffhangers where you're, you're like, Oh, am I going to get out of this season? Or is it going to move into another, another season? Yeah. So those episodes are going to lead you into, um, the end of your season or continue your season or whatever that may be. But, um, I think like we said, you can't skip an episode or a season or full season without, moving on to the next one because you'll you'll be confused you don't know where yeah. you're gonna go from that so yeah so do you feel like like god sometimes leaves you on cliffhangers to teach you like i'm i'm curious mm-hmm. about that cliffhanger i'm yeah i think um i think the good the good shows always have cliffhangers mm-hmm. um and so i think there are some cliffhangers that you'll sit there and wonder okay am i am i done am i out of this season and then when you move on to the next episode, it's like, oh, no, you're not. You're, you're in this for a little bit longer or three more three more episodes mm-hmm. and you have no idea. But um, I think that the cliffhangers can be a good thing because I do think it teaches you things. Yeah. But I also think that if you don't get excited about those cliffhangers, you're not excited for the next episode. Mm. So the cliffhanger is to continue to keep you invested in that show, right? And so if you're in your life, if you have a cliffhanger and you're just like dreading what's going to happen next, you're not going to want to move on to the next episode. Right. You know? So I think that they're a good thing. I think that it's something that you will look towards the next episode or the end of that season to figure out what's next in your life. Mm -hmm. And those are things that you might have to overcome. You might have to learn. You might have to do something to get to that next point, but it's going to be worth it in the end. And you get excited. You get happy. You get, you know, to be a new person or build that new skill or whatever that may be. Yeah. And I feel like most, this is a very generalized statement but most cliffhangers are and sometimes like that like yeah they're like there's a death or there's mm-hmm. like they're just leading you to be like kind of like a suspenseful movie right, like, oh no why yeah and I feel like sometimes you can have like very intense cliffhangers mm-hmm. that really do leave you 
just in a state of depression or mm-hmm. state like different states mm-hmm. you can also have like happy cliffhangers right. and you know but i think the majority of them are those really painful cliffhangers but i think like what you're saying it's like to teach you and if you fast forward you're not going to learn all that stuff right. so if you fast forward through episodes, you're going to get to the next one and be like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> you know, me with sometimes with my ADD, I'm sitting there watching the show and I'm like, I don't remember that happening. Like, yes. how, how is this guy already here? Like, what? Right, exactly. And so I go back and look at it and I'm like, oh, I remember this now. Like, I yeah. should have paid more attention to it. But I think that that can translate into life as well. Because if you're glossing over some things or if you're just kind of going through the motions, one, you're not learning what God wants you to learn. Yeah. And you're trying to skip ahead. Um, but every single detail in that episode matters, you know, so Mm. everything is going to lead you to the next piece of it. He already has the whole show written out for you and it's going to move on regardless of what you're learning, what you're not, but it's how quick you can move on to the next episode Mm -hmm. or the next season based on how much you're paying attention and how much you're trying to learn from that. Yeah. I like, I like how you said like, kind of like rewind to look, to figure out how you got there. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I'm in this 21 days of prayer and fasting Mm -hmm. at Zeal Church here in Nashville. And yesterday morning, we were talking about how prayer is a conversation and you want to have conversation and gratitude with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the guy who was speaking, he said, if you're worried about the future, it's because you're not looking at the past. And I feel like so many times people are like, don't look in the rearview mirror, like look forward, look forward. Mm -hmm. But what he was saying here is you're not looking at what God has done in the past. Like you're on a cliffhanger right now Mm -hmm. and you're too worried about what's going to happen next, but you're not looking back and being like, okay, like God was promising in this season. Like God answered these prayers. He did all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And today she was talking about how a seemingly unanswered prayer Mm -hmm. And how there's never a prayer that's not unanswered. It's just seemingly unanswered to us because it wasn't answered in the way that we wanted it to. Right. And I think that's so cool because we do need to look back and look back at, okay, he did answer these prayers. And mm-hmm. I did get through that really tough season. Yeah, is this season a lot harder? Mm-hmm. Probably because he's really trying to refine you and mold you. Right. And so you've already been refined and molded in the past <laughs> season. And so now you're really, really being refined and molded yeah. in this season. And so just kind of looking back at those and being like, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is really hard right now. But he got me through it in the past. He'll get me through it again. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of times where gratitude comes in, you know, re- whether or not it seems like you had a bad experience with one thing, you can learn from that experience, even if it's a bad experience, mm-hmm. because... Okay, so you you had this outcome and you wanted this outcome. What did you do in that time frame that you could have changed? Or why did you experience it negatively? Is there something that you can pull from that to where the next time you experience that, you can either help somebody else or you can change around your experience to where it's a more positive experience. I love that. I love that. Um, And I think also it's just a matter of continuously being gracious because when you pick out the positive things that he does do for you, the negative things don't outweigh it. You know, if you're focusing mm-hmm. on the positive, you don't see as much negative. Yeah. And I'm, I like to think of it that way, mm-hmm. but you know, me being in this weird funk right now, it's, it's a, it's, it's again, like you were talking about, all right, so I've gotten out of this funk before. What can I do to, to 
genuinely focus on myself right now. How can I figure out? So I'm going for a hike this weekend. I know that that helps me reset. Mm-hmm. And I just need to be in my own thoughts, which is really hard for a seven to do. <laughs> yeah, it's so, like, so I gotta, I have so to difficult. put myself in timeout. <laughs> To be by myself and like think about this stuff. <laughs> to like have no like background noise around. Exactly. You. Oh, like so you can listen to the birds, you can listen to the squirrels, <laughs> and that's it. That's but so um, I think the other thing is, you know, the question of, um, you know, just growing in life. You know, when people will say like, "Who were you five years ago?" Mm-hmm. But the other question is, where do you want to be in five years? I hate that question. Cause I hate I'm like, that question too. Nobody knows. And you can try and plan out those next five years or what your five, ten year plan is or whatever. It's not going to be the way you think it is. No. Never. And would you ever expect five years ago to be where you are now? Exactly. Because looking backwards in that rear view mirror, you, you're comparing yourself to yourself. But it's like, wow, I did not ever think that I'd be right here right now and I am so grateful that I am you know mm-hmm. it's way better than I ever thought that I would be yep so. absolutely absolutely and kind of talking about um timelines like we were before mm-hmm. we started um been doing kind of a study on timelines and what that looks like and what you're saying with was in five years I feel like that puts us in like schedule mindset oh absolutely and it's like okay this has to happen here like on year one i want to be here <laughs> year two here and to me that stresses me out i don't i don't want scary. that scary no. and like i am such an advocate for goals and dreams yeah. and i have all my softball girls write all that down mm-hmm. and how they can achieve those mm-hmm. uh goals but you want it to be realistic, but something that also stretches you. Right. And so, in that instance with a timeline, like, say, for example, you have that abrupt, like, season starter or mm-hmm. season ender. That naturally is something that goes up on the timeline. Right. And then you've got, I don't know, a year, two years, a couple months difference, and then you've got another stamp on there. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, what happens within those two stamps? Like, history books only focus on the big events. Yep. And there's obviously stuff that happens in between those three years. And so, my question is, like, what do you think God is trying to teach you within, like, the seasons within the seasons? Mm -hmm. So, right now, I think um, being in, I'm about, like, I want to say about three years now being single. So, I'm in that single season. Hey, oh. But, uh, so it's one of those things where I think a lot of that, I'm not a very patient person and I, I think for a long time I didn't necessarily try, like I would always want to, to push where my season would end and start and it's not up to me. Mm. So I think that this season of singleness, another season within that or an episode is me learning patience, me learning to trust God and his timing. And I've slowly started to, I can see myself like now looking back at it, I was like, Oh, I would have done that with, you know, this relationship just because I wanted it to be over. Like I didn't want to be single anymore, but I see myself taking a step back and wondering, is this really the relationship I want to be in? Mm -hmm. Is this really the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with? Because in my mind, I'm dating to get married. I don't want to, I don't want to date just to date, to have somebody next to me all the time where it's going to turn into like a heartbreak because you know, you're attached to that person, um, whether it's for me or that other person, Mm -hmm. but regardless, it's, it's little things like that. So for me, the example is patience, but I think that, I think that every single season episode, whatever you want to call it, 
does have something that you need to learn. You might not know what that is. Mm-hmm. And you might not even know that that's what you need to learn before you move on to the next episode. Yeah. But the more that you can, again, focus on those details that God's giving you these, these opportunities to learn these new things, if you can learn those quicker, the quicker you're moving on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So a lot of it is giving that trust to God and his timing and understanding that no matter what happens, even if it takes you five years to learn something, he's still got your back and he's still going to move you on. It's not that your life is going to change any differently. It just might take a little bit longer than others. That's why you can't compare your season, your episodes, your entire show to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because what you do at 23, somebody might not do until 33. Or somebody at 15 did exactly what you did at 23. But it's okay because we're still moving along in that timeline. Absolutely. And it's not a straight line. It's just... It's, it's like a roller coaster. It man. is. It is. We were talking about this before this whole thing started. Like she was talking about timelines, and um, she gave me the definition of it, and I was like, "I." When you said that, you know, obviously everyone's picturing a timeline of in the history books. You see it as a straight line, mm-hmm. and my mind just goes to, "Well, it doesn't have to be a straight line. It's going to be there's going to be an A and there's going to be a B, and that's where the line is. But that doesn't mean that has to be a straight line. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have those valleys. You're going to have those mountains. You're going to have those great times, bad times." You're going to go back a little bit. You're going to go and rewind and kind of figure out what you should have learned. Or you're going to speed up and you're going to go really fast. But yeah, it it is all relative to you and your timing and God's timing. Absolutely. And I feel like kind of like <clears throat> what you're saying with he may need to like teach you something before mm-hmm. you get out of that season. Mm-hmm. And if we truly, truly want to get out of the season that you're in, you should enjoy it first off. Right. Because... Even if it's painful, like, you're never going to have a season like that again. Mm-hmm. And one way to really learn and really be stepping forward to getting out of that season is just constantly striving to pursue the Lord. Absolutely. And keeping your eyes fixated on Him because He's the only one that can teach you all this stuff. Right. And He may not be teaching it to you as quickly as you would like. Or the way you'd or like. Or the way you'd like. <laughs> but... He's teaching it to you. And mm-hmm. so if you're constantly just fed up with, for example, we're both kind of in that same season of like, yes, we want a relationship, mm-hmm. but I also don't just want a relationship. Right. And so it's like, I will be happy to wait more. Mm-hmm. And so it's in that season of like, I trust you, Lord. I give it all to you. And yes, I would like. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I would, I'm gonna let you know. Yeah. I'm a little nervous here, but <laughs> I would like that to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to just go out and drink downtown and be with a bunch of other people because I just am ready for a relationship. Right. So, um, one thing that Sarah said. Yeah. And. Because I kind of just had like a small little breakdown like last week. Because I was talking about this. I was like, I just feel like it's like I have so much to offer. And sometimes like you feel like rejected almost Mm -hmm. whenever like people don't want to invest time in you. Right. And so she said she's like, sometimes God needs to finish what he has for you before moving you into a new season. Right. And that just like hit me. I was like, okay. You're right. I was like, there may, like, I feel like I've 
learned everything I need to learn. <laughs> but maybe there is just like that one more thing mm-hmm. before he like pushes you into that. Or, I mean, like I said before, everyone has different timelines. Mm-hmm. So just because you learned it all and you are ready for that relationship, that person that you're supposed to be with mm-hmm. might not have learned that yet. Yeah, might that's good, Brie. Come on. <laughs> Come so, on, Brie. You know, it's, it's, again, all relative. Everyone's got to learn things. But I, I do think, you know, going back to the whole Netflix analogy of, like, a show, it, you know, if you're looking and you're watching a show, for example, Grey's Anatomy has been on, oh, Lord, like, as long <laughs> as I've been alive, <laughs> or even longer than that. But regardless, I mean, think about it this way. It's been on for so long because people still like to watch it. They they enjoy yeah. the show. But who does everyone trust that it's going to be a good show when they turn it on? Shonda Rhimes. So why not turn back to the person that wrote your story already because he's always got you. It's going to be a good show, all right? Bree, you just preached to my soul. Like, that was so good. Like, the Lord just used you in such a powerful way. And that's going to seriously touch so many people because... We do. We sometimes look to the left and to the right, and we look on, we look on social media to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I could have that, I mm-hmm. could do. That. But like, look back to your creator mm-hmm. and the one who already has already your has story written down. made. Like, man, that's so good. That's so good. Um, so Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love Him, to those who are called according to His purpose. And I love the fact that it says causes all things to work together mm-hmm. for those who love the Lord. And kind of like what you're saying is piece by piece, like they're eventually going to be working together. Right. And on that timeline, like you could go up a super steep hill. Mm-hmm. That's going to work together with the lowest steep. So like the mountaintop's going to work together with the valley mm-hmm. to get you to your final destination. Right. And I... Well, and I mean, even like the last time we talked about, like the the last time I was on your your podcast, it was when you have those valleys and you have those those highs. There is still an average that you're going to come out mm-hmm. of, and so you might feel like you're at that low right now, but you'll you're gonna find that high, and it's still okay. You're gonna have this average that God has you on this whole this whole trajectory. You know, it's gonna be fine. It's yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, do you have any more? Like, insight on how you feel like that season within a season is going to get you to that that final destination. Um, I think overall, you know, every season has a reason that it's there. Um, some of them are not great seasons, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to keep going through that. And you might have a, a really, like, you know, overall, the, the season might be crap. But you have, mm-hmm. like, two really good episodes in there. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that you really need to learn and grab onto. Like you said, just making sure that you're learning about those things that he's trying to teach you and continuing to grow from that. So if you might be in a season of depression right now, that's something that I don't really have experience with. I, I genuinely mm-hmm. don't know anything about. So I can't, I can't speak to it exactly. But I think part of that or those difficult seasons, such as depression or such as losing somebody or anything that you can think of that can be overall negative um what can you pull from that because mm-hmm. I personally have not gone through something like that but at the same time I think that there is a as hard as it is right now if you're in that season there are some episodes in there where you're gonna have to overcome that yourself and you're gonna have to lean on some of your friends for that so mm-hmm. one okay maybe you're learning who are your real friends that are gonna reach out to you and support you secondly to that 
what can you learn from this that you can bring into your next season to be able to help others that are going through that same thing? Mm -hmm. Because the best way to learn, I think, is from other people's experiences. And if you're open to being able to be vulnerable for those people, as well as open enough to allow them to come to you for help, it's only going to make everyone's seasons a little bit easier Mm -hmm. and move them into the next one where they're more willing to help other people. You know, it's, it's just a matter of, of everybody's shows are intertwined at some point in time. If you're going to, you're going to have these experiences where it might be similar to somebody else's, but how can you, how can you use your experiences to help other people move Mm -hmm. forward in their life? Because I think that's all that anyone ever needs. Yeah. If you're stuck in a long season or you feel like it's a really long season and you don't know what you're supposed to be learning, See if somebody else is in that same season. See if somebody else is experiencing the same thing. You can maybe go through it with them or you can learn from what they've already had in the past. That's good. That's really good. And I I was kind of, the Lord spoke to me. Um, it was kind of reminding me of, I had this thought a while back about why some people go through valley seasons the same time people go through mountaintop seasons. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard sometimes to, you're in this valley season and you're looking to your left and to your right and you're like, dang, they just, they're just like thriving. Mm -hmm. But if we were all in a valley season at one time, that would be terrible. How do you get out of a valley? The only way to get out of a valley is for somebody to pull you out of it. Yeah. Or you're working to get up to it. But, you know, think of it as like if you're in a pit and that's like the deepest of the valleys, you Mm -hmm. know, a really steep pit you're going to need like somebody to put a rope down there and pull you out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I have this, um, when one of my good friends was going through a season of depression, I had, I was reading a Bob Goff book and there was a visual that he, Oh, I love him too. He's so sweet. (laughs) Um, there was a visual he put in there and it was kind of, I understand exactly what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but instead of pulling them along, you want to get in the hole with them and push them up oh, and I out. I love that. Even better. I love Isn't that even that more. Isn't that so good? So, like, you want to go down with them. Not saying you take yourself into the season that mm-hmm. they're in, but you want to take the fact that you're in this mountaintop season and give them all the, the hope and need. love and strength mm-hmm. that you have. Get down there with them and help them get out rather than just pulling them along. I like that. I like that a lot because that's like it's assisting in the the learning piece of it as Mm -hmm. well as like you know if you are in that that higher position or a more like happy season or whatever it's not necessarily um taking on their burden and I I do think that there is a little bit of hardship in in that because some people do struggle with how do I help this person without Mm -hmm. bringing myself down because I, I you know I'm I'm usually a very happy person and so um, when I'm around negative emotions or like sad people, I don't know what to do half yeah. the time. I'm like, Ooh, this is awkward. But I think that's something that I always mm-hmm. have to, I have to continuously learn and, and get better at because mm-hmm. that's life. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Especially so, cause like for us, mm-hmm. like we want to constantly make a positive out of it. Yep. So it's like, and a lot of people, people, people don't want to <laughs> hear that. They're like, hey, I'm in a really horrible <laughs> yes. spot. Why are you being like, this is okay. I'm like, I'm trying to make you feel that. I don't know. Try. Here's some ice cream. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes it's more of like the action and what we put behind it yeah. rather than what we say. And that's some, mm-hmm. something I'm learning yeah. as well um, during this season, just how, how we can help those who are really struggling by not really saying much mm-hmm. and like 
my thing is like you don't have to say a lot it's more of like god is going to give you the words to say if right. he wants you to say anything right it's more of like the action of getting down there with them mm-hmm. the nitty-gritty hugging them loving them you know whatever that is and helping guide them out of it right so right man it's so good not easy <sighs> i just love talking to you man <laughs> like this is these things it makes my day a little bit better i could sit here all day um but i think we covered a lot of it and Mm -hmm. how the last thing i wanted to point out was that if you start in a really painful season Mm -hmm. you're gonna have those seasons within that painful season Mm -hmm. but the beautiful thing is as you have those many seasons you're gonna go from pain and keep getting more towards joy. Right. And you can be in that same season and you're going to start with a heartbreak and you're going to end with being very joyful mm-hmm. and that's all in the same season. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what's so powerful about really acknowledging those many seasons within the time stamps yeah, yeah. side by side and how you're kind of getting to that final point in your life. Right. The hard thing I think is with that, with that analogy of, of, of being in a sad spot, going to a joyful spot is sometimes in those sad spots, you're going to have to rewind like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to rewind and, and maybe fall back into a more depressive state versus getting towards that joy. But knowing that you're growing towards that joy yeah. overall, like we were talking yeah. about, this timeline doesn't have to be a straight line. You know, it, it will get there eventually. So knowing yeah. that those many seasons of sadness or depression or whatever, um, you might go, you might default back into a, higher or more intense season of sadness Mm -hmm. but at some point it's going to be way better than you ever thought i love that love that so much ah well thank you so much for being on here what a blessing you are to my (laughs) life and you are honestly you didn't ask for this but you are definitely (laughs) my mentor and i am just so blessed to have you in my life and you encourage me and um you provide strength for me so thank you so I'm much glad i can do that yes absolutely love well i love you love i'll you talk to you later of course <laughs> bye buddy bye <laughs> Woo-hoo! so good so good that's awesome i love like honestly when we were going back and forth on instagram too i was like this is good this is really good so good <laughs> um i think that that's gonna touch a lot of people um the funny thing is when i was Catholic, like straight up Catholic, going to church with it and stuff like that. I never, I never had the whole season analogy. Man, as the kids say, sheesh, that was just fire. That was so good. Bree continues to help shape and mold my perspective, and I pray she was able to do that for you. I wanted to leave y'all with some encouragement from Ecclesiastes 3 1 through 8. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. 
as you can see here, there's a lot of the word of time here. And so because of that, I really wanted to dive into what the word time means. And one of the definitions is an appointed, fixed, or customary moment or hour for something to happen, begin, or end. And to me, that covers every aspect of our lives. Something has to begin, something has to happen in between the beginning and the end. And then something also has to end. So there are moments in our lives, every single one, that are uniquely crafted to fit your life and the season that you are in. And when we choose to follow the rhythm of God, he will give your unique timeline meaning and purpose. No matter what season you're in, squeeze the most out of it, even if it is extremely painful. It's going to be hard, but you're never going to have a season like this again. And there is something that God is wanting to show you and teach you and really refine you from. And then if you are broken, really fight that battle with the light, not against it. Because the one and only thing that can beat that darkness is light. And if you're on the mountaintop, go out and make disciples for God's kingdom. Use what God is doing in you to help others. After our discussion, Brie and I continued to talk. And I wanted to share a little snippet from what our talk was about just to encourage you to go out and have those deep conversations with your friends and have very authentic, open moments with them. And before we go, I wanted to remember, I wanted you to remember that you are worthy, you are blessed, and you are loved. Peace, y'all. That's like a really cool image. Of... I love the images. I need to, I, that's how I think. Yeah, like, I need the images same. to understand, you know. Same. I was definitely a visual learner in school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, math problem, can you put that in like squares and do show you me? you guys have blocks? Yeah. Like, fifth grade. I'm like, do you guys have blocks that we could like touch and feel? That's so true. That's so funny. Preferably food that I can eat afterwards. <laughs> I'm in the back corner like, um, I had three Oreos divided by me. <laughs> and I ate all of it once I get you. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. No, I really yeah. like that. I like that imagery. Just because, like, when I feel like when you see it, mm -hmm. you can kind of, like, really put it to real life. Because right. you're like, okay, like, someone's digging a hole. Yeah. Like, on those movies that they get, like, stuck down there. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay. On those ones, they do pull them out. But <laughs> are you going to get down in, in that hole <clears throat> and help them... Like, there, there may be someone on top with a rope mm -hmm. trying to pull I think it, that would normally be God. You, I Honestly, I feel like the yes, only person that can I love truly that. pull I love you that. out is God. <gasps> love that. But somebody that's going to be able to help you climb out of it? Yeah, you're like down person. there trying to, like, push them up, and yeah. God's, like, pulling them. Okay, like oh. that. We gotta, we gotta do both of ours together oh. to make it work. All right, all right. I really like that. I like the deal. <laughs> but I think, too, um, if you're in that valley, and it might not be a very deep valley, so, you know, if this is, if this is like, where you're at, and you're like here, mm -hmm. you don't realize that you're in really a valley because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking a little bit more. I'm mm. not doing what's best for me life-wise. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just being sinful. And you're kind of at that little lower spot, but you don't, you feel good. You're, you're so like happy. You're like, I'm good. I'm yeah. okay. Whatever. You could jump out easily exactly. if you needed. If you needed to, 100%. But um, I think that's the hardest part to realize that you are in a valley and who you're surrounding yourself with because 
there are people that will dig you deeper so you're not just a jump away anymore. You're more of like a, I got to climb up and then jump out kind of thing. Um, mm. But that's when it's really hard to figure out who's there to, to lift you up and who's there to bring you down. Yeah, that's good. Especially because like, it's, it's sad, but we don't realize we need the Lord until we're too deep hole that's over your head yep (laughs) and that i keep talking about my freaking single season but (laughs) that was me whenever um i went through my breakup Mm -hmm. was i had always been like a believer and i felt like i had a relationship with the lord yeah but once i was in over my head and was feeling this pain that i had never felt before Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know how to get out of this and so Although that wasn't a whole based on my choices, I guess, I mean, I guess it may have been, but kind of like where God put me to grab onto him right? type of thing. And then once you, once you see what he can do, now it's all about like praising and worshiping him mm-hmm. and having that gratitude of a heart to be like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, in church yeah. you, uh, yesterday, actually. Um, they were talking about how uh, even when you say like, oh, thank you, Lord, for getting me to the gas station mm-hmm. in time. Like, that's a prayer. Yeah. And like, I don't think a lot of people realize that. It's like, if you're just like, thank you, Lord, for this. Oh, like sometimes I'll, I'll uh, drive up like Target. You know, they've got the huge parking lots. There's like a front row spot. I'm like, blessings, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Like, that's just like. I don't know. That's just what I say now. But it should be. I mean, if you're if you really have a relationship with him, think about it. Like any of your friends that you're gonna call all the time, like the people that check in on you, whatever. You have a stronger relationship with people that are gonna check in with you more constantly. So, mm-hmm. um, if you are sitting there and and even if it's like something small like that, like thank you, Lord, like whatever. Instead of just saying thank you and acknowledging that it was him that allowed you to have that that's parking space or get you that little extra way to get to the gas station <laughs> yeah. you like put it to the side of the road yeah, exactly whatever that may be i literally be. pray that prayer all the time <laughs> please let me get to the gas station because i cut it close to yeah much. but it's like it's those kinds of things that you're checking in with him but it's an acknowledgement for yourself too that might seem super small to you but in the long in the big scheme of things it's mm-hmm. like you're checking in with him yeah. You're acknowledging that you're that he's still there, even when you're not just sitting in your own room praying to him. Mm-hmm. And there's times for that, and there's times for just the little check-ins. Yeah, because that's what a friend is. So if he's supposed to be there as a friend and as somebody that's going to cons- consistently be with you throughout your entire life, it makes sense to t- randomly talk to him. Yeah, and like you know, talk to him like a friend. Like randomly, I'll be in the car and for work or something like that, and I'll just be like. Dude, and I, I will say dude because I'm just, I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> my he's, bro. A, he's my bro. <laughs> but I'll be like, dude, like, I just don't know about this meeting. I'm not really sure if I can get through this. Like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And it's just things that I'm releasing, letting off my yeah, chest or whatever. For sure. And I need to get better at stopping and listening because I'll just go, 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 go. And that's, I mean, that's me. Mm-hmm. But, um, I need to be patient again and understand that there is a response that he's going to give me if I give him a chance to. And Mm. I'm not always inclined to sit there for a little bit longer and shut up and listen. (laughs) Um, But, you know, at some point, 
hopefully I will get that answer that I want or not want. And mm-hmm. I need to acknowledge that because when you don't get the answer you want, it's a lot harder to see it. Yeah. 